Hello, this is Michael and welcome to the Dreadcore. Um, hello, and today I am joined by Robert Ng. Of, um, hello, Michael. How are you doing? Yeah, and he is uh, a f- formidable Space Wars player who uh, has a very, very tough army, but very, very well painted. Award-winning, in fact. Indeed. Indeed. That was the biggest shock to me. More of a shock to me than anybody else, to tell you. Yeah, so... Yes, because he won the best painted army at Blood and Glory um, in November. Sorry, yeah, just so had to readjust my chair, so a bit of noise there. <laughs> um, rather, uh, ra- rather appropriately, as I suspect they may have asked Ray Charles to do the judging compared to some of the other stuff that was there, but hey-ho. <laughs> um, and obviously uh, you are the also the um, social media manager, I guess, is, is the job title for the yeah, Imperial Truth. Yeah, more, more like Greg's, uh, Greg's Facebook thrall. Yes, because he, he, he I, I update things. I, I post things on the Imperial Truth, or he beats me. Yes, because he's not the uh, he's not the best at managing his social media. Neither am I, to be honest. But hey ho! Oh, you're better than Greg, though. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I, sh- I shan't cast aspersions. It'll just re- it'll just result in more bruises. Oh yes, yes, indeed. Um, so anyway, we we today we're going to talk about um, disabilities and um, hobbying because uh, mm. both Rob and myself have a uh, 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 sort of you know what's the word identify as disabled. Yes, that's the word that people use these days, isn't it? Apparently, I, I don't try and keep up. You know, there's 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 probably sixteen different types of disabled now. I don't know. Uh, my wife tells me all this stuff all the time, but it just goes over my head. Uh, that, as close as I get to paying attention is watching the last leg on a Friday. Ah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that I, I will keep you more up to date than me. <laughs> I, I got I I I I record it every Friday, but never hardly ever get around to watching it. Uh, it's it's stopped at the moment, so you've got six weeks to get caught up on everything you need to do before it comes back, so you'll be all right. Uh, this is true. So, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Rob, before we go any further? Radio, um, disability-wise, I suppose that's the the topic. Um, I have cerebral palsy, which, luckily for me, is very mild compared to what it to what it can be. But I am officially and medically, and I'm allowed to say I am a spastic. That is the older word, an older term that was used for it, and a term that most people will be aware of, whether they've been using it correctly or not. It's a different matter entirely. Uh Um, But mine was caused due to a stroke during open-heart surgery when I was 14 days old. So I wasn't born with it, Mm -hmm. but I don't know any different. Yeah. Um. So it means things like I can't carry three pints back from a bar, for example. Um, I'm one of the uh, minority of uh, chaps that is not ashamed to ask for a tray when he goes to the pub to get around in. Because any more than two, and somebody's going to be wearing something. So uh, it affects my left-hand side, uh, leg and arm. It affects my balance. It affects my vision in my left eye. Everything. It's literally if you draw a line straight down me, anything that's to the left of that line is affected, yeah. shall we say. And is that um, 
does that impact your you know i mean uh i don't know if this is but are you able to drive as a result or no no um i was refused driving license access until i was about 33 mm-hmm. i think it was 33 34 so fairly recently um but even then they said you're only allowed to drive an automatic i don't have enough control over my left foot to be able to manage clutch so i uh but i'm also not disabled enough for a bus pass anymore apparently yeah because obviously if if they say you can drive at any any point you don't get the bus pass yeah you know basically if you have any part of the two lower limbs then they then they take any kind of mobility help off you but you know that's another topic entirely Uh, um i i have i have the opposite i i'm i i'm i am allowed to drive but I am a I am disabled enough for a bus pass. Ah, yeah, you Which see, they, feel... they they took my bus pass off me. But I think with the uh, the investigation for I think is it one point six million people that have been reassessed for mobility, I've got a sneaking feeling I'll get my bus pass back. Yeah, it's a uh, it's if you need a blue badge that that that, that really kicks in. Yes, indeed. Um, so I don't have any of that. Um, I do struggle walking mm-hmm. um, after a, after a while. Um, you know, I can walk like as as much as you'd notice at an event for example yeah um but i do occasionally randomly uh as my mrs paul calls it check gravity which is i will randomly just hit the deck because my left leg will go oh am i stood up i don't know can i tell my left ear will go i'm not sure what's going on either and i'll just <laughs> keel over yeah um so um yeah i do have a few um, issues with that. Um, my left arm does spasm occasionally. I have thrown many a model across the paint shop. Um, it used to be taken as a good sign when I was working at Games Workshop that if I had, uh, as we called it, a claw moment and threw something new and shiny across the shop, then my paint job would probably turn out all right. It was always the best ones that I threw across the shop by accident. Yes, because you used to work for GW, I did. didn't you? Yes. Indeed. Um, like a lot of people, um, when I when I got into the hobby, I think pretty much everybody that was in the hobby had worked for workshop in some, um, to some degree at some point, whether it was a key timer who did one four hour shift every six months or whether they'd worked full time or managed to store or whatever. Um, most of the, uh, most of the hobbyists of my advanced years, shall we say, uh, will have worn an official shirt at some point, I think. Uh, but yeah, it didn't stop me. Advanced, it didn't stop yes, me doing uh, the you're, job. You're not um, much older than me, are you? Uh, thirty-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm thirty-five. But, so, yeah, you know, you're not yeah, much you're older not, than not, me. Not that much. You can't uh, call us advanced. Yeah, not 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 that much. Uh, as Indiana Jones says, it's not the not the age; it's the mileage. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, it also affects uh, some cognitive stuff as well. So the for me, it's the right hand side of my brain that was starved of oxygen. Yeah, which, which is why it's the left hand side of my body, which again. Anybody who believes in intelligent design, that, that, that proves that wrong. Your right-hand side controls your left-hand side. What? Um, so, But that side of your brain affects your emotional centre. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the emotional side is dealt with on the right-hand side of the brain. So I don't have a middle ground. Yeah. I really like something, or I hate it. That's interesting. Or I'm really enthusiastic about something. Or I'm completely apathetic about it. I don't have a middle ground. It's um, it it can cause some problems because it means I don't have a middle ground for getting upset. Ah. So I'm either fine, 
or murderously angry or how it, fe- it feels like I am. I don't have a, that's, that's really quite annoying. I no, don't have I... a, I have an, basically everything is on off. Everything is binary. Yeah. Um, and that's due to the, uh, the, the cerebral damage rather than the, um, the physical, uh, limb damage and stuff that I've incurred. But you know, I've never, I've never known any different. I've never, I've never let it stop me. I, I played rugby at school when I was younger and I was a bit more mobile. Um, you know, I used to do all the sports at school. I, I found out when I was uh, 31, London, London Olympics 2012, when the Paralympics were on. Um, dear old mama uh, came out with, yeah, you could have been at that, but your dad wouldn't put you forward. Because uh, <laughs> I used to go to a, a swimming club and I was, I'm like a lot of gamers, and I don't think it's unfair to say I was naturally quite buoyant. Um, so I used to really enjoy swimming and used to go to a swimming club a couple of times a week. Um, and it turns out that I, it was advised that I go for Paralympics, Mm -hmm. but, um, my, uh, male parental unit in his, uh, misguided wisdom, uh, apparently my mum said the words, uh, were something like, I'll not have my son parading himself around as a cripple. Hmm. So I didn't hear anything <laughs> about it until I was thirty-one. Yes, I suppose that, that that's not going to do any good for your relationship. If you... No, well, he passed away when I was fourteen. So, ah, uh, right. That's uh, that's an entirely different, uh, entirely different show about an entirely different type of disability. Yeah, um, my uh, emotional ineptitude is an in- entirely different. Um, and I'm probably giving you a hell of an editing job here. <laughs> no, uh, I really um, no, you know, it, it's it's uh, you know, I mean that that's you know, we learn stuff about our parents as uh, as we grow up, and it's it's different. I mean, I learned yeah, something about my dad. I, I just kind of really annoyed me in 2012 when because I'd always paid a bit of attention to the Paralympics, um, obviously, um, but 2012 was when it seemed to really explode, and everyone and it seemed to become mainstream then, and it was able-bodied people were like this is amazing then you know everybody fell in love with um johnny peacock um and the likes which is unsurprising he's a he's a beautiful specimen of a man um but then part of me was like well yeah i could have been i could have been doing that you know and i was like oh that's annoying i'm I'm, i am too old now um but hey ho such is life and obviously there's the uh oh so my dad thinks i'm a cripple yeah, but you see, that's that's the other C word that we have to deal with. Yes. Um, and it doesn't actually, well, for me, it doesn't bother me, depending on where it's from, if the, you know what I mean. Yeah, I get that, uh, I get that. The closer somebody is, if you think of friendships as a concentric circles like a archery target, mm-hmm. the closer you are to the centre, you can say whatever you like. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, uh, if it's a random stranger, oh uh, no, then they're likely to see the on switch of the binary state of me being upset. Yeah, uh, but if it's someone I know or someone who I have, even if it was just someone I met at an event that I was playing, who was maybe listened to this, mm. I would probably be fine because in my head, they were at an event which puts them in a certain category of person. Yes. There were an event that I would be going to, which puts them in an even closer ring to the centre. 
and we have that shared interest of of the whole hobby in general so i would they would automatically sort of come several several layers closer to the center and be able to get away with more just for the fact of being there if that makes sense yeah yeah, you know, okay. um, the random old people on the bus, um, unfortunately, it has been old people so far. I'm sure there are um, sure there are young people who would pass the same comments who, who look at me and say, why are you sat in the disabled chair? Because mm-hmm. my, my disability, unless you take a good look at my hand, it's not visible. when I'm fully dressed, it's not it's not visible. Um, you know, the, the random strangers who say, why are you sat in there? Get out of that chair. Back when I did have a bus pass now, you know flat the bus pass they would generally get a gobful at the same time yeah because they're not they're not allowed to make that comment if that makes sense mm-hmm. um you know there's i used to play world of warcraft which i'm probably again by far not alone in this community um yeah i, I dabbled to, <laughs> yeah had, had to have a, a special uh, got had to spend a fortune on a mouse that i could basically play my character with one hand and before that i used a keyboard turn which everybody found hilarious because it was very very slow um but some of the stuff that those guys used to say would probably have them up in court for hate crime against disabled people if i'd taken a problem with it yeah but because they were my internet friends um i didn't have a problem with it and i think i think people are still to a certain degree, they're frightened of offending disabled people. Yeah, Whereas, I think there's a, a degree of, as you say, where, where, how connected are you to the person? Yeah. Because depending yeah, on how... I, I yeah. mean, I've, I've heard you mention brain damage on, on, other, on yeah. other shows and Good. other conversations, but I don't actually know what conditions or what issues you have. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll cover that in a moment. <laughs> um, so, but like, you know, there's lots of words that are applicable to my condition that people could get horrified about on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but chances are said, I won't spastic. Ho- Sorry? As you said, spastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, yes, congratulations. That's a, that's a corrective, somewhat dirted medical diagnosis. Next question. Mm-hmm. Um, but other ones, you know. Um, see, this is me now thinking. I know you have a, a family-friendly podcast, and I don't now know if I can use some of those words in context. No, unfortunately, for, for fear uh, of ruining your your family-friendly well, rating. Uh, as long as they're not swear words. No, I mean, l- like um, another one, Mongi. Yeah, that's been that's medically that's been shifted from. The Down syndrome condition to cerebral palsy, in my experience, yes, that, that, it's that, become it's become something to mean mal coordinated or clumsy, um, which pretty much sums CP up incredibly mm-hmm. well. Anybody who's seen me have a, a claw moment or a gravity check will know that it is. You are allowed to laugh because you know apparently it is flipping hilarious. Um. But uh, yeah, I've I've had monkey quite a bit, you know, spastic, spacker, spaz, um, 
it always makes me chuckle that there's a really good range of uh, airbrush paints called Spaz Sticks. They're an American brand, and I really feel like oh. use them and possibly contact them and try and get some endorsement. Yeah, that's us. Uh, <laughs> the Americans aren't very good when it comes to that. Kind um, of stuff, yeah, there's also an energy drink called Spaz uh, Spaz Juice. Oh my word! Uh, we, I've only seen down in London, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, my, my missus has a fo- photograph on her phone that she's kept on her phone for years of me toasting the toasting the camera with a can of Spaz Juice in my hand because she found that was she thought that was hilarious. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that would but, be uh, different. Yeah, but you see, I don't, I don't think, and, and the other disabled people that I know, which admittedly isn't, isn't many. You know, contrary to popular belief, there isn't a, a secret underground disabled club. There isn't a disabled agenda. Um, you know, we don't get taught funny handshakes. It's just the fact we've got funny hands. Uh, some of us. Yeah. Um, Although to be fair, uh, you know we can. We it's easier to find other disabled people these days. Uh, yes, because we don't die as often as we. Yeah, used to. and and Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and we've got Facebook and social media. You know, there are Facebook groups and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, I never knew about the first the the Facebook the the, the Facebook group, the Apothecarian, uh, which is for for disabled gamers, um, until you mentioned it. Yeah, it just hadn't even crossed my mind that such a thing would exist. Because I've always found the gaming community has been particularly accepting. Mm-hmm. It, it, it bothered, is, yeah. You know that in my experience, they're not bothered if you're black, white, green, blue, gay, straight, wearing women's clothes, wearing men's clothes. You know, whatever particular book you profess to believe in, they're not bothered. You play toy soldiers. Yeah, that's well, all people are generally bothered about. Unless you're in certain Facebook groups for that. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know that one. Uh, I I haven't seen those. I didn't know if there was, you know, a particularly. Um, there, know, there, there are yogurt weavers for the emperor or something like that. There, there are. I am sad to say, uh, groups on the internet of uh, of Warhammer fans who are less than the less than welcoming to those of us who are slightly different. Really? Yes. Oh, you'll have to tell me who they are because it's really good fun annoying people like that. Because most of the time, it's like getting into a battle of wits with someone who is woefully unarmed. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. It's you know, it's it's like talking to the EDL or racist groups. It's like really. Oh, that's fun. You right. know, I, I had a discussion with a chap to go off topic. Uh, I had a discussion, a, a race based discussion, um, with a chap at a bus stop the other day who was having to get a bus because he couldn't get a taxi because there's some religious holiday, I presume, for the Islamic community near me. West Yorkshire, it's quite a, quite, quite a large um, Asian community. Um, and apparently there's some holiday or something on, which means, to be, to be incredibly stereotypical, there's not as many taxis about as usual. <laughs> and this guy was kicking on about um, people from Pakistan, but he wasn't using the full name of the country, shall we say. Oh, yes. Um, coming over here for hundreds of years and blah, 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 blah. And I pointed out that Pakistan didn't exist until 1947 when Great Britain finished its final rape of India and tore families and people apart by separating the separating the Muslim community uh, from the rest of India. Mm. And he had absolutely no idea. He's like, no, they've been coming here forever. And I'm like... You know, Pakistani people haven't existed until 1947 when Great Britain gave India its independence that it should never have taken off it 200 years previously. 
no, they've been coming here since like since like Middle Ages. <sighs> and well, you know, I mean, that, to, to a that's where my cerebral palsy comes in handy because if I could have hit him with both hands, I really would have done. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, some people from foreign countries have been coming here for for a long time, but what does that matter? I think we've exactly. been going there for about just as long. Yeah, and it's like saying, you know, when a country hasn't existed for eight, what, 81 years now? Yeah, yeah, when a country's only 81 years old, and then being convinced that people have been coming over here for hundreds of years, it's like, really? If you don't like something, that's your, that's someone's right. doesn't make them right, but someone has that right to like and dislike what they want. Yeah. However... At least try to know. So, at least try to know something about something before you decide you dislike it. And that's 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 always the, that's that's a thing I find a lot with disabilities as well. What that what that people don't understand it. Yeah, they don't understand it, so they automatically think it's a you know it's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing, or you know it's. But you know what I mean. It's like oh no, you're um, uh, what, uh brain fog. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is this you demonstrating the issues that you have? Yes, yes. I, I, I well, I'll, I'll mention the issues I have because uh, I think most people know them, but I, I will quickly overrun them. I uh, run through them. I basically, I, I about 2012, I fell ill and never really got better. Um, and the doctors have since uh, diagnosed me with chronic fatigue syndrome, which is something I coped with and managed with. It, it's it's weird. It's like you get muscle pain after a, after a day of doing something. And mm-hmm. like you end up two days where you can barely do a thing, yeah, which is really really annoying. Um, and then there's some associated um, mind fog, uh, brain, brain fog. I think the official term for it is, which seems you know, like a weird term. But um, and then about oh what was it 2013 might have been 2014. Um, I had a I, I was run over by a car. Ouch. Um. It was an accident, total accident. Uh, it was a friend. <laughs> oh, well, that's it. There you go. Run over by a nice car. Yeah, nice car. Yeah, no, uh, I, had, I had an accident. He was dropping me off from Warhammer. I was at a, I was at a game of, um, it was... Uh, Did six... you beat him, so he tried to kill you? Is that it? No, no, I wasn't in the game with him. Um, All right. And uh, I was playing someone, uh, a knight had... I, I found it amusing for, for weeks afterwards that a, a, that a knight had only ran one inch. <clears throat> it was not long after they introduced the Imperial Knights. And right. Um, anyway, I can't remember the accident, nor the five weeks following it. Um, and I've ended up with, um, some brain trauma on the, uh, more, more or less on the middle of both sides, not on the middle of both sides, but on, on the edge of the middle of both sides. Right. So down, down the center line. Down, sort of down the center line. So, um, okay. I've got a, so it's sort of like, uh, chronic headaches and, um, annoying, Ugh. um, memory issues. You know, sometimes I'll wake up yeah. and that get day them. is just not a blank, going to be a blank. It's uh, kind of crazy because, uh, you know, the, the, I'll wake up one day and I'm like, why is it Thursday? It was only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what, oh, what yeah, you, you, your memory's gone from yesterday. Yeah, like, where oh. did Wednesday go? Yeah, which makes me, sadly, unemployable, which is yeah, I have very frustrating. I, that, that's, I have something similar to that, but I'll let you carry on. Yeah, so, no, very frustrating that I can't really do a job. So mm. do this podcast instead. Yeah, but or, again, or have you? Because will you get up tomorrow and go? I need, I need to Skype Rob tomorrow. Yes, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll put a reminder on my phone. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, the, the joys of technology now going, no, you have done this. It, it's actually surprisingly helpful how technology does help. Um, with yeah. stuff like that reminders. Um, yeah, my memory is affected by my condition as well, that my mm-hmm. short-term memory, I, I don't have a memory like a sieve, the holes aren't big enough, I've got a memory like a colander. It's ridiculous. Short-term memory. But if something gets committed to my long-term memory, it's there forever. Yeah, same here. You know, I can guarantee that I can tell you that the base weapon skill of an old Hammer Bretonian Lord was weapon skill 7, and I'll be able to tell you that on the day I die if I can still speak. (laughs) Because for some reason, that's in there. Yeah. It's pointless. And or the number plate of the green Ford Granada that my dad bought in 1986 was B107 DCP. That will probably be in there again till the day I die. Nice. Pointless, but stored. Yeah. It frustrates my other half no end. And she does. She, she, that's the thing she finds difficult is that we'll have a conversation and I won't remember anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so-and-so's birthday next week. All right, yeah, okay. What are we doing next weekend? Like, literally an hour later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's hard for her to feel that I'm just not paying attention. It's the same and for I am pay- It's the I same for Megan and Lindsay. Yeah, they, go, they, get, they, they think that I'm purposefully uh, ignoring them and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm not. I just really can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I... Uh... I have that this yeah. Do you have the but we talked about this, we had a conversation about it. Yes. And you have to smile sweetly and go, I'm sure we did, dear, and I know I'm I'm I must have been there because you're telling me I was. However, just try to imagine that we didn't have a conversation and what would you say to me now? Yeah. And it must be it must be difficult for him. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, I know it's difficult for, for my long-suffering other half um but unfortunately that's that's the way it is yeah um but yeah it's i think it's probably harder for you because you can remember 30 years before it happened oh yeah yeah that's that's that is that is really hard actually that must be that must be terrible it's sort of like you see i don't i was mine came about from being born with a heart like Swiss cheese and an aorta, the the, the breadth of a human hair. Mm-hmm. So they opened me up to buy, to do a heart bypass. Mm-hmm. But apparently I couldn't lose more than a teaspoon of blood. So they were basically sucking it out with one of them things like you get in the dentist and pumping it back in. Yeah. Um, but I lost just enough that I had a stroke. I was baptised in hospital, basically. My folks were given the four-hour warning and told to prepare themselves. Yeah. Um, so I, I've i been on borrowed time for 37 years, um, but then I've also always been a stubborn get. So um, I've never known any different. So I grew up... Um, Accustomed. Wh- I, I, I grew up grew up with my uh you'll have seen the usual suspects, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how Kevin Spacey, as much as he's a pariah to mention these days, oh yeah. <laughs> he walks out of the police station with his kind of dragging his leg and his arm curled up. Uh-huh. And then you just see it slowly straighten up and his arm slowly drop down. Yeah. That was basically me between learning to walk and 
age 16 uh-huh. that my foot kind of straightened itself out um my arm straightened it out although my uh, my old man did used to hang bricks off it when my mum wasn't in <laughs> um to try and straighten it out but again different issues i'm not here for a sob story yeah um it was a different time different attitudes to fixing it you know it was back in the day of mental health was well just stiff up a lip and get on with it um so yeah that that um and if i get really tired my arm will curl up and my foot turns in a bit mm-hmm. so i still i still do um get that but i've like i say i've never known any difference so i don't actually think that i'd be able to cope with what you've got i don't think i could handle it i think i would have done something precipitous involving a precipice it's it's been tempting I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll admit it's been tempting but yeah i've been there i've been i've been there for <clears throat> other reasons but um the hobby kind of helps it helps massively it's escapism yes it's i involved myself even when i had a bit of a hobby sabbatical when uh when i met sal i was still doing other things to escape from monday to friday nine five mm-hmm. um or from what you see on the news or from what you see happening um that doesn't reach the news and the hobby is it's ironic because the hobby if the the world from the hobby was the real world it would be utterly utterly horrific oh yes it would be far worse than anything that's ever been experienced and yeah we'd be servitors sorry we'd be servitors no, I don't think we'd have even got that. I think we would have been gruel for the servitors. I think oh, potentially, yes. Yeah. Um, but um, I kind of need it to stop my brain from overheating with with kind of real life and for thinking about things too much. Yeah. So. Because um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it does affect me all the time. But most of the time, it's in such smaller ways that I've I've learned to like compensate for stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only when new people kind of see things that like, oh, why do you do that? And it's like oh, because of this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what What do you mean this? And I, and I show them the hand and I do that party trick that cerebral palsy people can do of putting one hand next to the other so you can see how much smaller my left hand is compared to my right. Mm. And then if I stand up straight on my right foot and my left leg comes off the ground. Yeah. Um, things like that. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it causes its frustrations in the hobby as well. That, that, that night of mine, it took four hours to get the legs glued. Mm. And I ended up with one leg, holding one leg with my right hand. The other one was propped up on a tin of beans and some tissue paper. And I was literally holding the pelvis in place with my nose. And I had to stay like that for twenty minutes while the while the Araldite set, <laughs> ah, because I, I was I, like, it, I was like, this is a real knight. This is not a Chinese knight. This is a hundred and eighty pounds worth of forge world model, and I am not risking the claw chucking it across the kitchen. Yeah. So it's a case of right or Dave, as he's known, the missus named my left half Dave. She's the, that's the side that she likes. She doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was like, right, Dave, you just stay under the table, out of the way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was a case of propping things up on anything I could find, holding one leg and then kind of with my tongue and my nose holding the pelvis in place and then just freezing in position for 20 minutes. Yeah, I, mean, I must admit the, the the Serastus night is intimidating to me because I I'm, I know you know it's a lot more complex to put together than the um than the plastic night. Um, I've not put a plastic one together. The plastic one is really simple. It literally is you slot bits together and it goes in one pose. Mm. And there's no there's no joints. The the stuff is all pre measured and right. It's right. It's 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 uh, a lot simpler, but obviously the Serastus night is a lot more. Yeah, and uh, it's one of those ones that still comes in a carrier bag. <laughs> I, I do want, I do want one. I, I I'm tempted by the one you've got, the uh, Acer, Acer, Aceron, the Castigator. Oh, Castigator! No, it's the Aceron that I'm thinking of. Is it the Aceron? Uh, the, uh, the Flamer, Chain fr- and, uh, Chain flamer. and the Flamer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm tempted Filth. by because no one, no one has one of them that I've that I've played. There was one it. at Blood and Glory because I played it. Yes, I, I, that's the that's the only one I've seen in the wild. Um, yeah, that that flamer is quite horrible because it's like strength seven AP three. Yes, and it's the big flame template, the old apocalypse flame template, yep, Hellstorm. So that can kill a lot of marines very very quickly. Exactly. <laughs> and the chain fist is strength D, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. As I found out when I went, yay, let's have a night off, and the strength 10 sword of mine kind of went, dink, a few hold points, and then it just went, bleh. Well, that sword's and... more for killing infantry, you know, because the, the, it's a, basi- a Volkite sword, isn't it, basically? Yeah, yeah, it's it's brilliant for Terminators, yeah. doubles Terminators out at AP2, but for other knights um, yeah. and other super heavies, not so much. It's an infantry killing knight. Yeah, it's kind of why I took it, because it's, it's kind of like a softer choice. You know, the knights are um, quite hard models anyway, but that one I thought was... It looks cool, and it's kind of the softer choice, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I've just built a knight crusader. Uh, That's the one with the two... The normal knight with the two guns. Yes. Because I like shooting. So um, how how do you find... Oh, you know, how do you find the, the, the painting and, uh, and, and stuff with... Uh, with the with the with the issues you have, um, like I say, I, I do occasionally have the odd spasm, mm-hmm. um, but I find my way around that by using over large equivalents of like a painting handle. So I use disposable plastic cups a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. and I'll stick a marine to the top of a plastic cup and then I can literally shove the plastic cup over my left fist or over my hand and then I can just kind of move that around in big movements because I can do big movements with my left hand Yeah. Um, for all the people there out on the internet I'm waving my hands around in front of the microphone knowing full well that you can't see a thing that I'm doing um, but I can do the big movements and then my right hand, because I've always done everything with it, mm-hmm. I've got really fine motor control in my in my right hand. So that's fine. Um, for bigger stuff, again, like like the knight, the knight was tricky. 
Um, I built the the subframe without the armor panels on, mm-hmm. and for holding that, that was nerve wracking at times. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of airbrushing, and most stuff that I airbrush goes on a lazy susan, basically a rotating cheese board. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamiya make one as a official turntable for airbrushing that's about 35 quid or you can go and buy a rotating cheese board from Tesco's for like five (laughs) Um, so most stuff goes on that Um, infantry goes on either plastic cups or do you remember those um, little packs of bubbles you'd get as a kid that were like like a smart like a Smarties tube with like a maze with a ball in in the top. Yeah, yeah, I remember you'd unscrew, that. You'd unscrew the top and blow bubbles. Yeah. Well, I tend to use them <laughs> because I can. They're sturdy enough that I can get hold of them, and if my hand decides to clench, mm-hmm. I'm not going to break it. Yeah. Um, but they're a decent enough size to actually actually hold. So at, at the moment, on my painting desk, there's one of them with a Sixth Legion Apothecary stuck to the top, um, who's going to get some work this afternoon, I think. Nice. Um, I also use painting sticks. So I use a laser cutter quite a lot at work. Oh, nice. Because I'm not, I'm not broken enough to not work, apparently. Um, so I stand and watch a laser cutter quite a lot. And we get little offcuts of six mil thick plywood. Yeah. So I use, I, I occasionally snaffle them, bring them home, and you can get five or ten uh, marines on there. And um, because it's porous, super glue works really well just for just for tacking them on by one foot, and they're easy. It's easy to sand off before you put them onto a base. Yeah. Five onto there, and then you can I can really get hold of the end. It's like a legionary lollipop and have like five or ten on the end and i can get round to all the angles with the airbrush using um big movements with my left hand mm-hmm. um i have more problems with building than i do with painting yeah yeah i can imagine so my right hand the one that works is also not very small it's my my family have quite big paws so Teeny tiny little bits. Um, for example, I recently built some seekers um, for an upcoming game, and I got the lance carbine models from Anvil Industries. So they come; they're basically a combi bolter, but far enough removed for copyright infringement purposes. But you yep. get what is not a grav, not a melter, not a plasma, not a flamer. And not a Volkite with it. Yeah. So it's and you get a scope and there's a shoulder stock and there's five different um, magazines that you get with it to make these things look completely different. But if you think in the size of a bolter, you've got scope, combi section, uh, shoulder stock if you want it, and magazine. And I also have to put a hand on. So that's five or six bits. In the size of a bolter, oh, that would be that a resin. So you've got a super glue one. Yeah, that would that would be. Ooh. Which, um, yeah, uh, I stuck a couple of the scopes to my to my fingers a couple of times. This uh, now that they're built, there's a couple of bits where I can see a cyanoacrylate 
part fingerprint that'll have to get smoothed off before they get painted. But um, but yeah, the painting side, you know, I've I've always found a way to cope with it. Um, the building is the thing that I sometimes struggle with. Um, I think the hardest part, what I think the hardest thing I built was my glaive, mm-hmm. because there was a section of it that was really that was really warped. Ah, uh, yeah. And didn't want didn't want to straighten out. I, you know, stuck it in boiling water, all sorts of stuff, and it. I thought, I'm on with it now. I'm not going to bother sorting out a replacement bit. I can do this. I'm a grown up. I can tie my own shoelaces and everything. I can sort this. But there was a few bits where I was almost leaning on it when it was red hot to try and get it into place, and that was on the track sections, and I found that quite quite challenging and quite tricky. Luckily, I've never had to contend with one of the old Spartans with the separate track links. Yeah, they're not nice. Um, it has things I've heard have put me off, things like Fire Raptors and Storm Eagles. The Storm Eagle is... I've got a picture of the Storm Eagle that they have built in Warhammer World that they mm-hmm. show off um, for, um, you know, as a sort of, this is our advertisement for this particular model. You want to buy this model. And it is, I no idea why, how the decision was made to put that model on display because it is caked in super glue. Right. I've uh, not, I, I can't say I've noticed, I I will, admit, but I will, I've heard from the community that they are an illegitimate child to build. I will send you, um, a picture of, of this, um, of, of this particular model. Um, right. in fact, I'll do it now, but it is, it is all the joys of modern communication. Yeah. It's awful. It is. Got, it's got to be the most awful model that um uh was it's in the favorites kept in there i'm just sending it to you now it's got Man to be things on internet yep it's got to be the most awful model that 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 Ford world have built the fire raptor is better but the right. pro- the problem with it is it's marrying those plastic parts up at the front with oh, the wet. resin parts yeah you've got the picture yeah. That that's on display. Oh no. Oh no, thank you. No, it's it's a beautiful model, but it's one of those ones where I'm told apparently a Chinese one will is better than the um than the original Forge World one because it's all oh, resin God. so it's all more flexible. <laughs> right. But, I mean that front door is supposed to open, but it never does. No, nah, that that one's not opening. Yeah. I, I, yeah, so I'm 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 glad I haven't invested in any of those. Um, the, the stuff like a warlord, I think I'd really struggle with. Yeah, um, a lot of parts. I want a warhound one day. Um, yeah, me too. I'm I'm saving for one at the minute, but the one the, the thing that's sort of putting me off is that the whole measuring the um the the pistons on the foot because it's just one of those ones where I know I'm gonna struggle because obviously with uh, you know the brain damage gives, does give me some hand tremors and stuff so yeah you see i would replace the metal uh, the resin pins with probably something like brass yeah because then you can put it in a clamp and it ain't gonna budge and you can get a dremel on it you can get a steel ruler on it you can measure it millimeter perfect mm-hmm. and you can do a clean cut so that's that with with me never having the option of not going to work 
Yeah. And that was that wasn't me saying, "Oh, look at you, you jammy get. You don't have to go to work." <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, it's the it's, it, not going to work. Is it sound? It sounds wonderful, but it's like it's horrible. Yeah, I was unemployed for nearly three years after I left workshop, shall we say? And uh, it does get difficult. Yeah, you feel you feel pretty useless. Yeah, 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 decidedly. Um, but I've worked in um, factory environments mm-hmm. um, where I've been using big industrial machinery. Um, I do. I use a laser cutter at work, um, and one of my other uh, other thing that I do when I'm not painting toy soldiers is wood turning. Mm-hmm. So I found a way to make that work. I mean, okay, one of the guys I watch on YouTube, he's blind and he's a wood turner, so my problems are minimal compared to his. Um, but um, I'm kind of used to using sort of um, manufacturing techniques, yeah, and stuff like that, and and applying those to a smaller scale, even if some of the ways I have to jerry rig things and um, grasp things are a bit unusual and would cause a health and safety nightmare in a professional environment oh, yes. using tips and tricks that I've learned in those professional environments into my own workshop I find really useful mm-hmm. uh, like pinning on on big pieces of model don't pin it before you glue it I would glue it with super glue mm-hmm. and probably something like bicarb because that reacts with the super glue to basically form a uh, a weld and it it packs the joins as well yeah um but when that would what what i would do is when that was dry so it was a big ball joint like um like a tight arm or leg or something mm-hmm. i'd dremel into it once it was dried at two two ang- two random angles yeah and then pin and then and yeah then then drop the pin in and and fill the hole with araldite and then smooth the araldite back over into the into the slot, so it's got it's double araldite pinned, super glued, and um, what you call it? Yeah. Um, on my on my knight underneath the feet, because my my knight's in a in a rather um, athletic pose, shall we say? It's got its it foot is, up yeah. on the monitor in true Steve Harris from uh, Iron Maiden fashion. Underneath foot is a ball of tissue paper soaked in super glue. Yeah, to fill the gap. Bit unnerving when you see smoke rising up from the foot of a hundred and eighty quid model. <laughs> yeah, but um, but that was something I saw in one of the. I think it was a might have been a railway modeling magazine or or um, YouTube video, but it was, it was certainly from the railway community. Yeah, um, which is a fantastic community for for the, for the hobby side. Oh, definitely, definitely. Obviously, you know, ignore the fact it's trains. Um, you know, ignore the fact it's anoraks, wear anoraks to other people, so it's fine. Um, you know, scenery building, you don't get better than the mod- the model railway community. Um, and the military vehicle painting community, that's become a lot more widespread now in our miniature community, the techniques of that. I mean, when I first started airbrushing Games Workshop models, what was it? 15 years ago, 16 years ago, I think I first airbrushed a Games Workshop model. Like, airbrushing, it just wasn't a thing. No, and now it is all the rage. And now, you know, anybody who's anybody has uh, has been on a course or has, you know, um, 
I don't mean that in a derogatory way to say that if people who don't have an airbrush, I'm not saying you're not anybody. Don't worry, you're not a. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're not an unimportant minority. But I think people in certainly the heresy community that I've seen, and I'm going to limit that to the UK before you get any angry letters from you know irate in Ontario or anywhere like that. Um, the 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 British heresy community seems to be majority airbrush driven. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still mostly paint, but that's because I don't have the airbrush skills as yet to to do that. Although we're we're working on something like that between us, aren't we? So yes, uh, either I'm going to get a train up to you, or you're going to get a train down to me. We'll spend a couple of days. We'll sort it out because I have received some compliments about my painting, which I, I don't Just know how few. to take. I, I'm I'm really bad at compliments so um if you have ever said anything nice and i've just kind of gone eh, i'm not being that guy <coughs> i just kind of don't know how to cope with it sorry about that little uh, little cough moment for michael to edit out there mm-hmm. um if you have complimented me or said something about my painting and i haven't really reacted particularly well or expressively it's because i don't know how to um but also it's because I don't think I do anything special with the issues that I have dexterity wise and building wise. I don't see that I do anything that anybody else couldn't do. Um, yeah, I've got some practice on my side. I've had the same compressor for 15 years, which means the damn thing's going to break when I go downstairs and turn it on. Um, I've been using the same ranges of paints for about 15 years so I know my materials quite well. Um, but I only use a cheap Chinese 30-pound airbrush. Um, I'd like a new one. Um, but it's that's that's a more difficult thing to add to the, no, dear, I've had it for years pile. Um, so, um, but I don't think that I do anything that isn't achievable by anybody. And that's something that... Um, where I think I would bring my disability into a conversation, uh, whereas normally I ignore it and I don't make a thing of the fact that I, I have a disability. But if someone was saying, oh, you know, this looks really good and yada, 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 how do you do that? I could never do that. I would say, yes, you can. Can you carry three pints back from the bar? Okay. Can you hold something in your left hand for five minutes without going bah! and throwing it across the room? Okay. You can do what I do. Anybody can. Mm-hmm. You've just got to learn. Yeah. And if you can get on a course, brilliant. Get on a course. Um, financially, they're not an option for me, unfortunately, no, me, as much me. as I would. Me neither. I would love to love go to, to sit at the feet of the masters. Yeah, cult, cult of paint looks awesome, but it's only a look at the cost, and it's like, oh. Yeah, I mean, the stuff that Andy put. I follow Andy from Cult of Paint on oh, yeah. Instagram, and he's posted up the. Um, I'm not up on my shade spire, um, but there's the Lady Lady Stormcast, whatever her name is. Oh, yes, yes. And he's like, oh, just doing some blending work. And I tell you, it's smoother than a brill cre- than an otter that's been dropped in brill cream. It really is. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I don't know how you do that. But that's brush work. And that stuff, that, that kind of level, yeah, I would love to learn that sort of thing. And that's far beyond what I could do. But um, the stuff that I do... I am pretty sure I would be able to get... You know how to switch your airbrush on, right? Yes. And you know how to take it to bits and clean it, right? Ish. (laughs) 
Right, okay. <laughs> so we'd spend an hour or two taking your airbrush to bits. Then you'd put it back together again, because that's something I struggle with with mine, which is why my airbrush, I'm not going to show anybody my airbrush, it looks filthy. It's It looks like you should probably throw it in the bin, but it still works. The inside of it's clean, the outside of it, don't ask. Um, so once once you're confident taking your airbrush to bits and putting it back together again, I could get you to paint a Sixth Legion model, mainly because I'd have the paints handy. Mm-hmm. I could get you to do a Sixth Legion model that would look exactly like one of mine in, I reckon, half a day. Well, we're going we're gonna to give that a try. And I reckon by the end of the day, you could go away and do what I do because I don't do anything special. I have lots of different paints and I'm a bugger. Sorry, I don't know if you have to edit that one. No, uh, that's fine. Uh, should be all right. The American lot will just think I'm talking about snot. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a so-and-so for going, oh, that looks interesting. I'll have some of that with different types of paint. Mm-hmm. So... Um, cellulose lacquers and things like that that I've read about in tank magazines that mm-hmm. are hideously toxic but good god do they look good um you know I'll 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 try some so I've got a I've got a quite a good paint library so to speak and I experiment yeah. quite a lot but I have two or three things that I do on everything mm-hmm. and that would take no time at all and if I can do it with only half of my body doing what it's told then anybody can do it. Yeah, I will put up. I will put up some pictures of your Space Wolves army in the um, show notes because we have that because it was our army of the month in January. Yeah, it was in. It was up. If uh, anybody just goes and looks back on the blog for uh, January, or um, I'm fairly easy to find in the 30k Vilka Fenrika group on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, or on the Imperial Truth Facebook group. Um, I post up on there quite a bit to yeah. try and cook some cook some. Uh, contribution out of the uh, listener base i contribute when i can yeah i can always tell when you've got something new yeah because my phone explodes yeah no that's that's the when you <laughs> share with a few groups your friends must think oh fuck <laughs> michael bottrell has shared this too one two three four, yeah <laughs> i get the same with um paul shaw or um or harry scar when they do the same and it's like ah, yeah. oh, stop 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 notifying me! Can you just notify me once that he's posted into so many groups? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, yeah, that's another thing we should all be angry with Facebook about at the moment. But again, yeah. that's a topic for an entirely different show that has nothing <laughs> to do with toy soldiers. So, what about gaming? How, how does uh, how do you find gaming is is impacted? Um, yeah, uh, measuring distances can sometimes be quite tricky. Sort of like holding on to tape measures at both ends, as mm-hmm. daft as it sounds. Yeah. Um, it was much easier in Warhammer when you had like 40 models on one magnetic base and they weren't going to come off. Oh, yeah. That was a lot easier. And all your big shiny stuff was still plastic, so if it fell over, it bounced. Um, Nowadays, it's a lot scarier. Um, Propping up propping up Sarastas Knights on hills and stuff like that. Yeah, we did that. Or even just carrying them from table to table. Yep. Um, so I don't have a tray because I drop it. Yes, I was going to say, uh, Tom Stallard from Geno52 has a little um, handy uh, wheelie tray. Yeah, the heresy trolley. The heresy trolley. The, ham, but then the course, ham salad heresy trolley. But then, of course, that's um, transporting that. 
if there was something like that that folded up, uh-huh. that I could put like um, a non-stick rubber sheet onto the tray bits. Yeah. Then I'd absolutely love something like that. But because I again because I'm going back to not driving, it's a transport. Yes. It is. The transport. So I'm what? retiring the bazooka case um, that I took to Blood and Glory. I believe uh, your uh, compadre Graham is picking that up from me on his way back from 30k Channel HQ at the end of the month. Uh, oh no, it's uh, this weekend. I think this weekend. Yes, I think. Oh. Uh, just as well, my other figure case is due to arrive this afternoon. Then, yeah, he's 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 off to, he's off there on the sixth uh, to play with his uh, Iron Warriors. That's today, then. Uh, no, eighth. He's he's playing on the eighth. He's playing right. on the eighth. Uh, I think yes. he's going down so, tomorrow. Right, yeah, I was just. Back on. I've I, I've got the eighth in my head, but I've just looked at the date, and it's a six. So, right. So yeah, he's 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 having that from me. Um, on his way back up from thirty k HQ, I believe. I'll message him later and see if he still wants it. Yes. Because um, it'll be good for all his tanks. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, do, but, I'll, I'll tell him we've been slagging him off. Um, yes, yes. I've, I've finally sussed who he sounds like as well. He sounds like Griff Reese Jones. Oh, crikey, he does, doesn't he? Wow, yeah. Was, it I'm... was bugging me listening to, I think it was episode two from this season. The fast attack choices. The fast attack one. Yeah. Not, 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 the, not the monster behemoth that was tang- um, tangent tangent within. Yeah. Um, I still got through it in one sitting. Oh, nice. Um, I, I have them on when I'm work, flying the laser cutter at work. So Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like, who is it he sounds like? Who is it he sounds like? And I was like, it's Griff Reese Jones. <laughs> Which, again, the younger element of the community won't have a clue who he is. No. He was funny in the 80s. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now every time I hear him, it kind of just makes me chuckle. Yeah. Because I just picture Griff Reese Jones. I think playing, he'll... Uh... Play- Playing Iron Warriors. I think he'll like that. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think he's calling in on Sunday to get that. But I've uh, I've ordered a big trolley case because the Wolf Collection has outgrown that the, bazooka. The KR one? Uh, no, the Battlefoam one. Oh, Battlefoam. Um, I've, I've been thinking of moving over to Battlefoam. I've got a lot of KR stuff, but they've been doing less and less for the newer yeah, releases. Yeah, um, in my old podcasting life, I was sponsored by Battlefoam back in their early days and have a couple of their shell uh, their cases left. The foam that I had is in Ben Curry's loft full of Skaven. <laughs> um, he bought my 8th edition Warhammer Skaven army off me about three months before it all went to Age of Sigmar and he's not done anything with it. <laughs> uh, worst purchase ever. Uh, but in some, some ways, kind of worst sale ever by me as well because I had a massive Skaven army. No, I've, d- I've done that. I've d- I did that. I bought a, a box of Empire stuff for uh, 150 quid literally two days before Age of Sigmar, uh, the Age of Sigmar postcards uh, dropped in the store saying the Age of Sigmar is coming. I've still got one of them stuck to my wall for some reason. Oh, hell. And it was sort of like, oh, right. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh well. So I've got yeah, I've got the empty case. I've got two empty cases, but I didn't have any foam for them. But because the wolf collection is now at nearly six thousand points, I need the big trolley case. But Element Games had a uh, deal on. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, I think it was just a random. Oh, I think it was pre-order because they didn't have them in because I, I ordered uh... it a while ago and I've waited on it. So it's the the fifteen twenty XL, which is the same size I think as roughly the same size as the KR trolley case. Yeah, but I just got it all with pluck foam. Nice. nice. Um, 
but but the 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 top couple of layers, I think I'll probably swap the pluck form out and order some um, infantry form for, or use other form that I've got. But I'm gonna need. I think that's gonna be full for London. Mm-hmm. Part of me is hoping that it that everything for London fits in it, because um, because I'm an idiot. With the London Heresy being three thousand points, and you have the option to take a defensive and an offensive list. Mm-hmm. Because I'm an idiot, I think there's only 600, 600 700 points that are common to the two. Ooh. So, you can so I got back from Blood and Glory in November and thought, what I need is another 2,500 points of the same Legion by May. <laughs> and then I'm going down to there. 30k channel HQ on the 22nd mm-hmm. to play Zone Mortalis against Tom Clowes and his Dark Angels again. Ooh, fun. They're a nice army. Um... And for that, I thought, yeah, we're doing 2,000 points or Mortalis. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll write a list with another five, 700 points of that that I don't have and that also <laughs> isn't in <laughs> either of the lists for the London Heresy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I've given we, myself a lot of painting to do, we, a lot of models to buy, which that bit's done now. Um and some very short deadlines, but also a case of where the hell am I going to put all this stuff? We've all been there. For Blood and Glory, I was like, hmm, I, I, you know what would be really cool? A breacher army. Do I have any breachers? No. Do I have any transports of breachers? No. Let's go buy them. <laughs> it's just an excuse to go shopping, isn't it? And I bought a Serastus Assault Ram, two Land Raider Proteuses, uh, and um, 20 breachers, and, um, uh, and uh, the Ultramarine Shields and Sword Packs. Ah, oh, well, you know, there you go. Yeah, I think the only model you I have... Everybody knows disabled people are all loaded because all we do is sit and collect benefits all day, obviously. Oh, crikey, I wish that was the case. <laughs> I'm looking at the termites and I'm like, you know what, I'm absolutely broke. Yeah, you, Forge World are doing click and collect at London Heresy. Yeah, I know, I'm going to... And the termites were on sale at Adepticon, mm-hmm. which means I reckon we'll have them for London Heresy. Yeah, the, the well, the termite's out today. Is it? Yes. I haven't looked this morning. Oh, 75 quid. What? Uh, I thought it was going to be. I, I thought it was going to be about 80 to 85, because that's roughly what they were selling them for at Adepticon. Yeah. Well, that's me coming back from London Heresy 70. Right, I'm just not eating at London Heresy. I will buy Termite instead. I think I'm going to have to not, because it's Warhammer Fest. Is it the week after or the week before? Uh, week before, I think. Week before. Warhammer Fest a week before. So I'm going to get one, I get one at Warhammer Fest. Mm. But anyway, I can't really afford that because I've got to pay for the hotel for London Heresy. I see, I'm stopping at a mate's house for London Heresy, uh, so... We're, we're, we're staying in Tower Hamlets. Why do I know Tower Hamlets? It's the place... Oh, it's on the London Marathon. They always run past it on the London Marathon. Yeah, and it's the, it's the place where the mayor was sort of like uh, buying all the votes and stuff. Oh. And a load of stabbings happened in the past few weeks. <laughs> Including, oh, including one on the street with our hotel is. No, oh, well, it's all right. There was a there was a shooting within a mile of my house two weeks ago. I had um, a sho- not, at, uh, not the person wasn't shot. Their car was shot. Ah, there was a shooting outside my old flat when when I used to live there a few years ago, but it was an air gun into someone's bottom. Oh no, this was a and they this was fine. a shotgun into the back of someone's car. Ugh. But that's uh, that's ca- that's classy Las Vegas for you. Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, okay. So I think that's that's about an hour we talked now. 
It probably will be by now. You'll probably have to chop it down a bit. Maybe. <laughs> It'll be, we'll have to be upgrading from Dreadclaw to Charybdis. Yes. <laughs> but we've had... No, I think I think we've covered it. Charybdis we've... with a blue badge. Yeah, <laughs> Charybdis with a blue badge. Like that. <laughs> but no, I mean... The, um... I'm parking it anywhere. I've got a blue badge. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> I don't care if it's not within nine... Oh, no, that's Warhammer. I'm thinking. That's 40k oh, the, the, I'm thinking of, little... the nine inches. <laughs> Yeah, that little iris opens up at the bottom and then a wheelchair assist lift just comes down. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what Russ will have when he comes back in 40k. Yeah, maybe. And a hangover. <laughs> oh, definitely a hangover. And a tartan blanket over his knee. I kind of imagine him coming back and being a bit like um, Mad Hamish from Discworld. Yeah, well, it's been like 10,000 years, so... Yeah. <laughs> he must be getting on a bit. Yeah, I reckon so. But, you know, Gulliman's survived all right, you know, and hasn't mentioned the fact that the entire Imperium is worshipping his dad as a god when one of his seminal moments of the Great Crusade was telling his brother, no, dad is not a god, and I'm going to destroy your entire praise planet because you've made it as a praise planet because you think dad is a god and he's told you he's not. But funnily enough, he's forgotten all about that. Well, I'm listening to Dark Imperium at the minute, so maybe they'll mention it in there. Yeah, I, I, I need to check how they're getting around that because that's that's going to take a bit of uh, a bit of retconning and a bit of Mary Sue into uh... the, the the new fluff is different. Well, not different. It, it's it's just an advancement, but it's it's interesting. I shall have to get ginned up. I've just got I've just got still a lot to do for uh, London and. Uh, 30k channel so my genning up and getting back up to speed is not going to be happening until after the weekend of may the 19th that's what the f- the wonder of audiobooks is for indeed yeah but um no I, I yeah which actually do help a bit because going back to disabilities with my brain issues sometimes i will read the same chapter over and over again because it's just not going in all right but i actually find that um audiobooks are better I, I i can follow them along better yeah, I listen to them a lot at work. Um, the occasional um, heresy audio, but um, I'm actually working my working my way right the way through the Discworld books at the moment. I've read most of them anyway. Yeah, I've just but, been listening to Reaper Man. Um, I got them all on uh, audiobook, so I'm book thirty two or something at the moment. Um, but I think I might just not listen to the last one because it will probably just upset me too much. Yeah, uh, Megan has uh, been refusing to read read the last book because she's like, when I read this, it'll be over. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very much the same. Very much the same. It was uh, th- This house that I bought is a bit kind of cursed, I think. Because since I bought this house, nearly everybody who I'd idolised growing up has passed away. Um, so somebody find David Attenborough, lock him in a bunker somewhere and make sure it's surgically clean and just keep him out of harm's way. Oh, that would be handy. I mean, when his brother died, the, the, the news alert was just at Attenborough dead at, at, at age. And it was sort of like, what? Hang on, which one? <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was, it, well, the mind immediately lit to David Attenborough. Yeah, exactly. And it was all like, what? And, uh, yeah. On, which one? The, the one from animals or the one from Jurassic Park and the Great Escape? Yeah. Uh, I, I, and it's hard to say. Well, thankfully, it wasn't because that that just doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a bit harsh. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, few, so what 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 have you got in your list for London Heresy then? Oh, hang on. 
the joys of just, man open man opens them. man opens file on internet. Um, Do you use Battle Scribe or Quartermaster? Uh, I use books. Ah, oh, books. I, <laughs> I use Battle Scribe because I get again brain fog. It, having all the rules on the same sheet, it's easier for me to rather than remembering. Yeah, see, I've never I've never downloaded it. I've only seen the way that it exports army lists, and that's put me off it. It's it's all right. Well, I don't know whether that's just a copy and paste thing. Um, I'm a bit old fashioned, and luckily my computer monitor is big enough to have um, digital version of Redbook open and word processor open. Yeah, I've got two. I've got two screens for that. Um, yeah. So my offensive list is pretty much what you played at Blood and Glory. So that's got a Praetor in it, two Speakers of the Dead, two Big Grey Slayer packs. Two Spartans and the Serastus Knight. Yep, that's a pretty nice. Uh, this list. is all bearing in mind if Greg allows it. <laughs> if he doesn't, I'm going to be so annoyed. I can't um, see how he's going to disallow that because although it's strong, it's not. I'm useless, so it's fine. <laughs> it's not over the top strong. There's also this is where he might say it's gone over the top. There's also a Leviathan in a drop pod. Well, that's pretty standard. But there's a it's a Leviathan without any guns. So it can't drop down, jump out, and kill your tank. It's got a way to turn. It's got a way to turn. So, and there's two Contempt to Cortus in there with Chain Fists, and there's a Recon unit with Recon Armour and Sniper Rifles. Oh, a Recon unit. You don't see them very often. So the, th- the theory is that basically the Recon unit has spotted Summit and gone, this is nasty. We need to bring some bring some heavy... Bring some heavy metal to uh, to shift this, and then all the big stuff comes piling in. Nice. So that's that, and then my defensive list is wildly different. Which has a, has a different Praetor. It has a caster of runes, which I've never used before. Thought just try for a bit of psychic jiggery pokery. Mm-hmm. Um, two grey slayer packs, slightly smaller this time. Fifteens, um, I believe they are. Uh, oh no, tens. Um, two two breacher units, uh, two apothecaries, mm-hmm. a lightning strike fighter, two vindicator laser destroyers, oh, the Arcus that I had at Blood and Glory, and a glaive. And the glaive. That's a that's a different list. But yeah, yeah. Very so that good. one's much more static. It's much more park at the back. Yeah. And the. Vindicators and the Glaive and the Arcus try to kill everything vehicle-wise on the way in. My Lightning only has one pair of Kraken Penetrators. The rest is just missile launchers. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that guy that had a Lightning with six Krakens on it. Yeah. Um, and then there's 40-odd Marines, basically, that are going to be stood at the back to hopefully kill everything that's left. Nice. So, yeah, very different. And themes. I don't think yeah, I can take it's, too um, myself, but I'll I know try. the glaive's powerful, but I'm planning on basically playing it as a static pillbox mm-hmm. to limit that to limit that power, um, rather than you know bezing it all over the place and pew pew and everything. Um, I wanted to fit a fortification line in, but couldn't really fit one in because mm. um, I kind of like the idea of them there being a kind of earthwork <laughs> rampart with a shield wall on it. And some artillery. Yeah. yeah. 
but um, I'll probably try and do that with the terrain on the tables as much as I can. And then obviously, you know, it's like the the Praetors calls in some air support for um, one turn before it gets shot down, probably, if that even. Um, And that's it. But it is what I wanted them to be completely different. I wanted the offensive list to really be offensive. We're going to we're going to run at you and we're going to try and hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's using the bloody claws right of war, so that's everyone gets plus one strength on the charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't picked a right of war for the defensive one. I don't think there is one that really fits it. I'll probably just go without one. Mm. Which is in itself a, a, an interesting choice. Mm. Um, but they're both 3,000 points bang on the nose, because another thing that I presume is connected to my issues. So if I, if I write an army list, if it's a 3,000 point list, it has to be 3,000 points. Mm. I can't do 2,990, 2,995. That just irritates the Yeah, I have that as well, but it's more a case of I could be using something for this for something, and it's... I would rather... That's where the the recon squad came in Uh on the offensive one. I had 120 points spare, and I was like, actually, that would fit and give me a bit of a story. Yeah. So they're not a they're not an optimal choice by any stretch. Certainly not in three thousand points where there's going to be horrific weaponry a go go. You know, we've we've got sniper rifles and a four plus armor save, and there's only five of us. Who aren't we an overpowered unit? It, um, it, it works. So they're going to hide. Oh, sorry, I, I was saying it depends on the army in in it. Uh, it can it can work um, for you mm. um, because they can you know sit back and pick off that pesky unit. Yeah, and with the, precision the, shots, you can aim it at a, you know, a character. Yeah, or kill the powerfulest guy in a unit, or um, do what I can. So yeah, they're 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 built, they're painted. There's not much left um, of the offensive list to do. Um, ten, the second unit of ten breaches should be finished this afternoon. Yeah, um, and yeah, it'll uh, it'll all be good. I'll uh, I'll send you some pictures of the new stuff. Yeah, definitely. Once um, it's all done. Yeah, um, I mean, snipers for me work well in ultramarines because um, with the ultramarine rules, they can hit, they hit some. It, once something's been hit by an ultramarine unit, anything mm-hmm. else with the, uh, with the Legionius Astartes rule gets to re-roll one uh, ones for armor penetration or to wound. True. So yeah, you 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 they're they're rather good. For, I'm, I'm just sending you on Facebook Messenger because I don't have the photo on my um, computer. I am just sending you a picture of my recon chaps. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen these before. They're um they're pretty nice. The uh, Anvil Industry uh, sniper rifles, which are huge. Yes. Um, definitely overcompensating for the uh, less than stellar stats of the sniper rifle. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, uh, the iron armor um, legs and the uh, the the bare arms. So they cut. Yeah, cat-tick. that's from. Uh, there was an old picture in fourth ed, third ed codex, I think it was, um, of a space wolf scout, forty k one, admittedly, but uh, back when wolf scouts were the most ridiculous unit in the game, and he was basically wearing Mark Seven without any arms on. So he had chest piece and legs, no back, uh, no power pack, and. Uh, bare arms and he's carrying a shotgun and I thought he looks so cool yeah I think and I remember so that. hard um, so that's where I've gone for my I've done that with scouts ever since 
rather than use the uh, plastic scout models, which uh, the John Cena look has, was, wasn't great when they were new, but I don't think they've aged very well either. Yeah. Cool. But anyway, I think I've given you enough uh, editing to do. We are definitely well over the uh, well over the hour mark. Okay, awesome. I uh, think. Yes, uh, an hour and 16 minutes. Oh, there you go. You've got half an hour to chop out. <laughs> well, 20 minutes, maybe. Okay, so um, thank you for joining me, Rob, today. Uh, that was uh, that was nice to talk to you and uh, get a bit, a bit, a bit about you, And because uh, obviously you are a man about heresy, so people learning thank about you very much a good for, thing. Uh, thank you very much for asking me. Yeah, no problem. And then we'll get you back on in a few weeks' time to talk about airbrushing. Yeah, we'll do something. We'll do something. Um, uh, and we'll get we'll, we'll get something sorted out that either, like I say, you come up to uh, you come down to me, or I'll come up to you. And uh, for for the uh, for the cost of a chicken parmo, as long as it arrives before midnight, I'll uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll show you what's what. No bother then. Oh. All right, buddy. Thanks very much for joining me. Take care. See you later. <laughs>